Well, folks, I have bad news. I have been banned on this podcast, our own flesh and blood that we have raised as our own sort of podcast child. I have been stopped, banned, and censored from making any further references to the hit song by the B-52's Love Shack. It's, well, hold on. You're making this sound much more serious than it actually is. I said, hey, you've done that a couple times. (laughs) You've sang that song at least twice on this podcast, and one of those times was definitely an introduction. So... I just thought it would be better if we tried something new. Andy, that's the one thing I really appreciate about you being on this podcast is that you're always challenging me in terms of where I can take my comedic potential in terms of the sort of material that we present to the public for their listening consumption. Just in terms of keeping my B-52's references fresh as well, I would say. And you know, that's why we make such a good team here. And... Although I will respect your concerns about Love Shack, I will I will take them into account. I cannot guarantee that the B-52s will be completely absent going forward in this podcast. There may be a Planet Claire reference. There may be... I mean, I wouldn't mind a... that. Okay. <laughs> that's my Planet, Planet Andy Claire. Oh, damn. That's a good one. Planet Andy Claire... It wouldn't be it wouldn't she be nice. Came from there. Uh Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Jerome. I'm Ryan. And I'm Andy. And it is October. It is the it is the month of Halloween yet again, which means we are getting back into the habit, uh back into the habit two, the movie about nuns, with uh a set of spooky emoji for this month. I uh I love doing this. I like just kind of concentrating all of our scary, spooky emoji into sort of one section of the year. I think it's a lot of fun. Andy, what do you think about October and Halloween? Is Would you say that's one of your personal favorite holidays as well? Yeah, I'm a big Halloween fan. I think I've, in recent years, I've become a little grumpier about it i'm not one of those people who's like okay it's fucking september time to start getting spooky like just because you've seen a leaf change color doesn't (laughs) mean it's almost halloween i'm really sorry that being said it's october now you're allowed i i forgive you um but yeah halloween's one of the best holidays i agree i think for me it's overcompensation in a way because here in Texas, it's still like it's still like 88 degrees Fahrenheit. The temperature has not dropped at all. The leaves have not changed. Essentially, what will happen is all the leaves will change and then immediately fall off the trees in like a two-week span. So it just kind of happens all at once. I don't think it's going to dip into actual autumn temperatures until at least almost two-thirds of the way into October. And maybe not even until the end of October because I live in a hell state and climate change is real oh see um on the other hand the way i'm uh living is wondering if it's going to snow soon Mm. uh because the world is really healthy we are really just kind of on the two polar opposites of the north american experience i would say that being said i think we can both meet in the middle and say that climate change is real 
Yeah, sure. I can I can agree with that. Uh, sorry, I was going to say the two genders, Texas and Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I That's why I get to wear the cowboy hat, I guess. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyone can wear a cowboy hat. It's uh, I would say it's a gender-neutral piece better. of hat wear. Yeah. If I'm not allowed to wear a cowboy hat anymore... I'm just saying, I'd be furious. Well, you can wear you can wear you can wear a cowboy hat. You can wear a cowgirl hat. You can wear a cow folk hat. I suppose a cow poke hat. I think would be the ideal term for it. Just a cow. Don't poke hat. a cow. They've got enough problems. <sighs> so this week we are talking about <laughs> the uh, the derelict house emoji. I am kind of looking for. Uh, a while back, we were recording in the International House of Podcasts. We were forcibly evicted from that recording space after I made guacamole over the microphone. Now, yeah. however, we are looking for... You got that guacamole all over the microphone, too. I it did. Like, it was one thing to make the guacamole, but to dip your microphone in it after we were done as some sort of defiant gesture against the International House of Podcasts, that seemed interesting to me as a choice, but... Hey, live your life. I'm still allowed in there. Well, you know, we had already lost our deposit, and I figured I might as well take full advantage of that fact. But it's October, and we're looking for new digs, and I feel like if we're going to move somewhere around Halloween, it's gotta be it's gotta be a real kind of spooky place, got a real creepy vibe. Unfortunately, there is no haunted mansion emoji, but there is the derelict house. And now that we are a full six minutes into this podcast, Andy, would you like to tell the folks at home what it is that we do on this show? Yeah, uh, what we do here on Emoji Drome, a podcast about emoji aesthetics, is we pick an emoji each week. In this case, it is the derelict house. We're going to go through each one. We're going to pick our favorites from each variation over every platform, make some jokes, talk about them, judge them, and... Um, hopefully make some graphic designers really self-conscious <laughs> that's always the goal right is, is to make people question themselves <laughs> i feel bad just joking about this yeah yeah i feel like i feel like the more popular the show has gotten the more fraught that territory has kind of become especially since the emojipedia designer does follow me on twitter and does frequently retweet stuff that i put out so yeah. i don't want to i don't want to cast too many aspersions on the fine folks designing these emoji <laughs> That just means they're listening to us, right? Yeah, like, we we are doing our best to separate art from the artist, which uh, is bad in any other scenario, but uh, <laughs> for us, it's good. For us, it's very good. It's just so we're not pulling any punches, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're we're a nice podcast. We are a family-friendly Christian podcast, and this week we are talking about the derelict house. Andy, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? I think I kind of set up my sort of real estate search here but i want to know if there's anything else that you would like to add to our criteria this week yeah so are you familiar with the television show big bad beetleborgs i feel like i just had my wig blown clean off big bad beetleborgs hold hold on i'm gonna send you the theme song um at the very least uh, but uh, so in Big Bad Beetleborgs, they uh, <laughs> you can't even so say it. You can't even say it. I'm gonna. Uh, Ryan, I am coming down with a sickness right now. I'm. Uh, please be kind. Yeah, you're fe- you're feeling that wah 
kind of mood. Oh, you know, I really am. I can't even do that right now. Anyway, the uh, they the they lo- they go f- <laughs> the Beetleborgs, the children that can turn into these sort of beetle sentai. They f- go to the Hillhurst Mansion, a haunted house after they get like dared or some shit and while they're there they meet all the universal monsters who are their friends while they're also power rangers you should watch big bad beetleborgs andy i yeah, what's up <laughs> i <laughs> my okay <laughs> Sorry, this is not a bit. My mouth is like, it's like wide open. What the fuck is this I'm show? Just, what I'm is this show? For... It's great. We okay, should, uh, okay. We, after Death Note, now, maybe. Okay, okay. I gotta. Okay, so, so, so. There's, there's a house. There's a fucking house. There's a pipe organ. There's a fucking Frankenstein. There's yeah. There's a fake Jay Leno. There's like this clown Joker man. Like like. No, that's the fake Jay Leno. Yeah. Yeah. It's what if Jay Leno was the Joker? What if Jay Leno listened to the Garden too much? This is like this is <laughs> unfucking real. What? So. Uh, uh, I okay. loved the show when I was a kid. By okay. the way. <laughs> okay. 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 I um. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have to I have to get my shit together here. You've completely uh Wow No worries. I'm just saying I'm looking for a house where I can find all my friends, the Universal Monsters and Jay Leno. Okay, okay. I love that. I I'm gonna put a pin in Big Ben. <laughs> you sure? We can keep talking about it. No, no 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 no. Okay, okay. So so I do have questions. I, I so was the was the monster stuff filmed as like the sort of framing device that they uh, inserted the like Sentai footage into? Yeah, pretty much. It was that, and there was some like stuff with comic books. I think like the Beetleborgs were character. Yeah, so right, the Big Bad Beetleborgs are comic book characters in the universe of Big Bad Beetleborgs. I looked up the Wikipedia page. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm remembering these things, <laughs> and um. Yeah, it uh they the kids like wish to become like them after I think yeah, I think that Jay Leno grants them that wish. Flap. Um yeah. Yes, flap. F- sorry, how can I forget? And th- yeah, I the the they the, they're the big bad beetleborgs that get some magic powers from them. There's like a comic book framing device mixed with this sort of haunted mansion shenanigans. This is so much to absorb. I how many how how long did this show run for? How many episodes of this were there? I think there were two seasons. Okay. Um, so like eight hundred episodes in terms. Yeah, of I I remember liking it because uh, one of the characters had my dead name, which you know, weird reason to like it now, but <laughs> back then it was enough. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. I. I don't know. I really slurped up anything involving like monsters as a kid. So if I had known about this, I probably would have loved it. Oh, I'm shocked that you haven't like seen. I mean, I'm not shocked, but it does feel like this uh, type of schlock that you would really like. It feels almost like a B movie Power Rangers sometimes. I, you know, once we're done recording, I'm gonna watch at least one episode of Big Bad Beetleborgs. But first, we do have to record, and in order to record. We do have oh, to right. talk about the derelict house emoji. 
Uh, as always, we start off with the apple emoji this week, Andy. This is a, I'd say this is a pretty strong start to this episode. We have a, uh, we have a house. It's got kind of like tan shingles, has a boarded up door, a boarded up broken window, a, a kind of busted chimney, and then a big old crack running down from the roof across the uh, front of the house. It's, uh, yeah. it's pretty all right. It's the crack that worries me the most, honestly. The rest of this stuff you can kind of handle. But structurally, I think if you are the Universal Monsters plus Jay Leno, you're going to get drafty. You're going to get leaks. You're going to get people hearing your funny monologues that I Mm -hmm. presume Flabber gave all the time. I don't know if it really serves my purposes. But yeah, it does. It is pretty like stock standard derelict like shut down house you know yeah what i like about this is that i doodled a lot as a kid and i still doodle now as an adult i draw a lot and when i was a kid i was obsessed with scooby-doo so i would draw a lot of like mazes when you were a kid right yeah, yeah. When I was o- a kid. only when you were a kid, no only, other time. Yeah, no other time. Definitely did not have a multi-episode debate about whether or not Scooby Doo could smoke weed. That being yeah, said, yeah, still, jur- and the jury's still out. You know, <laughs> I feel like that one was put pretty much to bed. Feel feel like we really uh, put the pin in that one. Who can say who was right? Maybe maybe that's our big extravaganza for Halloween, is that we do release an episode solely discussing uh, whether or not Scooby-Doo could smoke weed. Although I feel like that one... That you want to get zero listens? <laughs> you want to do You want to do the first podcast to be put out and get zero listens, not even by bots? Because we could do that. I think we could create a product so bad that we can avoid getting even the bots to listen. Even they'll be like... Oh. No. Yeah, they'll they'll see the word Scrappy Doo in the title and just run away. Um, but the point I'm getting at here is that if you had asked me as a kid to draw like an abandoned house, uh, Apple is almost one for one what I would do. You know, with like the chimney, the really dramatic crack. I do hope Jay Leno gets that sealed up pretty soon, or else everyone's gonna hear him doing his fucking comedy bits because they do make him live in the attic. All the other monsters live in the rest of the house, but Jay Leno has the attic room. As it should be, though. As it should be. As it should be. I Jay think... Leno just owns a bunch of cars now, right? That's like his whole deal is I... having lots of cars. I think it is. Like, I think he's done interviews where he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck if anyone thinks I'm funny anymore. Like, I have cars and I have money. Like, who gives a shit? Which, on one hand, I really respect, but on the other hand, he's a fucking dumbass, so... You don't is... need cars. Yeah. Not anymore. I, I guess not. He, um... Like, I'm just saying... As long as you're not driving them, I guess it's fine. But I'm picturing him with the keys and every single ignition just watching, watching <laughs> as the world burns. Just idling them. Yeah, he's gonna... That's that's what I think every person with a lot of cars does, though. Yeah, I feel like that's fairly accurate. It's like, that's like the ultimate, like, uber-rich thing that I really hate is when people who are so rich, they have, like different cars they drive to like different social occasions and shit like that like i think that is the most reprehensible thing you can do as like a rich person like i'd say i'd say having multiple like multiple homes is bad for sure but the cars thing really really fucking bites my ass you know uh (laughs) not to get too not to get too actually upset about thinking i mean those cars i feel like if we're gonna talk about 
both some housing crises and people not having access to things. A derelict house is the emoji to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel like Let's not get too depressing. That's why, you know, that's why I'm kind of going with the fun, like, Universal Monsters, like, Freddy Krueger house angle on this one. Um, I I think Apple is fine. Like, you send this emoji, people can tell pretty much exactly what it's supposed to be. Google, on the other hand, I think is a little bit different. This, This is less of, like, an actual house and more of someone's, like, garden shed i would say this is a unity model that you can get for free to put in your slender man game ah you know what you are absolutely right we have not one but two not two but three cracks here three boarded up windows one with a very dramatic x and a door which just seems to be like a a collection of wood panels hanging very loosely in the door frame. It's got a very muted kind of gray tone to it, and it it is sitting on very a very nicely manicured lawn. Uh, That is some green grass there. But the house itself looks like something that they would have found. It's it's like the the Blair Witch House, essentially. A little bit, yeah. How many people are in there, do you think, standing at corners, you know? Well, if it's like a social event, I'd say you got to get at least one in every corner. Uh, maybe someone went on a date to the historic Blair Witch House and their date is just standing in the corner together. Maybe uh, maybe no one's standing in the corner. Maybe someone tried to get to the corner, but they tripped, and so now they're just like face down on the floor. You can't really tell at this house, you know? Ryan, the listeners are dying to know, would you go on a date to the Blair Witch House? That is not even a question. I absolutely would. I absolutely would. If they could, um, if I could track down the house that they filmed that last basement scene in, I would absolutely drag any of my partners to go to that house with me. I do not give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly the kind of dumb bullshit I would do. I keep wanting to, um drive up to Point Pleasant to go to the uh, annual Mothman Festival. But um, it turns out the hotels for that sell out super quickly, so I wasn't able to go this year. Next you know year, though, sense. next year, though, I really want to go, even though I know it's like a big tourist trap. Uh, it's something I just want to do to be able to say that I've done it. Mothman isn't one of the p- problematic conspiracy theories, right? That's no. not, like, secretly anti-Semitic or racist or something like every other one? No. Um, the the one thing about Mothman is that um, I, I guess a lot of people tend to see him... Like, the most controversial opinion that I'm aware of, at least, about Mothman is that people see him as, like, an omen of death. Like, I think the... Uh, I think the th- oh, well, that goes without saying. Yeah, I think the three big theories about Mothman are that, one, it is a cryptid. Two, it's an alien creature. And three, that it's an omen of death, because uh, there are rumors that after the wave of initial sightings, Mothman was spotted right above a bridge in Point Pleasant, like right before it collapsed. So people... Oh, yes, I, I actually I think I know the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. There and was there a are... bad movie made about this, Yes, right? The Mothman Prophecies. And there's also a three-and-a-half-hour documentary called Eyes of the Mothman, which I've seen oh. half of. Uh, that one's really bad, and then um, they're also unsubstantiated. Here, if you get Mothman eyes, you have to give up about half your lifespan. <laughs> yeah, it lets you uh, it lets you squeal at people really loudly on badly writ roads to uh, TNT factories. Um, yeah, there's also there's also reports that a Mothman like creature was seen right above Chernobyl before it exploded. <laughs> so um, there are some people there are some people that think they're either from the same species or that they are the same creature. 
Uh, I think I think if Mothman existed, that it was probably like a weird one-time thing. I don't think there's like an army of Mothman, like a like a race of Sasquatch or things like that. Um, I do think. But you we... do think there's the, the many Sasquatch, right? Yes, yes. If Bigfoot okay. is real, I think that there has to be a very small uh, population of them living in uh, North America or wherever else in the world that you get these kinds of. Uh, reports of of sasquatches and yetis and large kind of hairy men hey bigfoot if you're listening to this podcast hit me up my come D- on the show my dms are open bigfoot uh listen bigfoot, please come on the show come on the show and come Take in- ryan to the blair witch house yeah what were you about to say i was going to say come into my private messages please okay. please slide in there uh but oh, no my god Holy. i I would uh, I would love to go on a date to the Blair Witch House with Bigfoot. Uh, that being said, I think this emoji is okay. Um, I think the color scheme is maybe too much. It, it feels really drab in a way that I don't really think is fun for like a cool, you know, spooky haunted house. It's just actually depressing, you know. Yeah, it's. Um... I feel like this emoji in general is just going to make me sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I do walk by closed down buildings every now and then. And uh-huh. it, actually more often than I think I realize even. And it always kind of bums me out. Um, yeah. So this one definitely... This Actually, this one's not so bad. Like, Google specifically is not so bad because it looks so cartoonish. Okay. It looks like it looks like a place from the first town in Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. Okay. Uh, Rogueport. It looks like a uh, place in Rogueport. Have you played that game? I have not, no. I think you'd like it. I probably would. Yeah, maybe they'll finally uh, port it to Switch, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this one's all right. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about Microsoft? I don't I don't like this one to be honest. Microsoft doesn't look derelict so much as it looks under construction. Yeah, so this is kind of like a very classic like White House with like the brown fence. Uh, there's there's a door and then three windows and kind of a grid configuration, and it does look like they've just boarded this house up because they don't have the windows or the door put in yet. So. Um, I uh, I don't think this gets that kind of like uh, spooky spooky house vibe I'm looking for here, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that really hints at it being derelict to me is the one it being on this webpage that is called derelict house building. Yes. Uh, and two, the roof. The roof's got some like chunks taken out of it, but other than that, yeah, it just feels like work in progress. Um, yeah, I think that's really all I have to say about this one. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, Samsung this week? So, here's what's confusing me about Samsung. Is I think... So, I think what's supposed to be going on is that the door is hanging off its hinges. Uh-huh. But what they've done instead is made the whole door frame diagonal. So, it just <laughs> looks like the house was built wrong. Yeah. And that, like... I don't blame them for closing this down. Maybe they're gonna like rebuild a ni- a better house. I don't know. This is like uh, this is like the White Rabbit's house from Alice in Wonderland, but it got foreclosed on, or um, maybe he moved into a different house and it's under construction. This one I don't really like uh, because it is just like a little one-story house, but the color scheme on it makes it look like they made a white house with a red roof in like Photoshop and just like lowered the brightness on it. You know, 
like that's how this emoji was made and so i guess it's supposed to look kind of gray and drab but it does just look like something that someone like lowered a couple sliders on you know yeah it's you know it it doesn't look properly lit like it looks like the like you said it kind of looks like the color grading is wrong or something yeah yeah something it just has that Ginny Sequa that makes it feel a little a little less cohesive than the other emoji where something is wrong about it but you can't quite articulate what it is aside from maybe something about the colors mm-hmm. now yeah again it's it's very drab so i think i'm just gonna move on whatsapp i actually think kind of goes for it a little bit by presenting us what i like to call what if baba yaga's house died (laughs) oh no you see not only is this clearly a derelict house but there's something that appear to be branches coming out what i presuppose is that those branches are the chicken legs of Baba Yaga's house, and it has fallen down and died. Oh, that's maybe, unfortunate. Maybe she moved and stopped feeding it. Oh. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe it laid an egg, like it passed its life force down to a bigger and better house. Like it said, my... <laughs> maybe it's sitting on the egg right now. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's like uh, just waiting to get up. I was gonna, you know what, the moment's passed, I'm just gonna move on. Um, yeah, no, I actually do really like this one. I think if we're just looking at it as, like, a derelict house, I really love kind of how cartoony it is. Um, I like how you can see through the different slats on the front of the house. The Mm -hmm. door is positioned right, but has just fallen off. And I think the little uh, crooked chimney and the tree branches, or excuse me, the chicken feet coming out, are really, uh, they're they're really cute. They're really, uh, they, they add this emoji... A bit of flair, which has been missing from all of our previous contenders this week. Also gotta say, and I don't know if this is just for this one or if they finally fixed it on the website, WhatsApp is to scale with everything else so we can actually judge it properly. Oh! Well, 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 WhatsApp, you've bumped it up! Yeah. You, You brought the big guns out this time around. Well, actually... Actually, uh, there was a WhatsApp emoji update on September 6th. Oh, so okay. Maybe it, that's why. It looks like a lot of this, the designs are fairly similar, but I think now they just display in bigger bigger resolutions on the uh, Emojipedia pages. Hey, good for us, you know? Yeah, makes our job a lot easier. No, I really, uh, I really like this emoji. Uh, unfortunately, the next one is not one that I would say that I like. So this one's got a Harry Potter scar. Um, mm, okay. I think it looks like doo 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 butter. Um, just to be real, um, you could do better if you want to. You know, I'm just saying, Twitter. You can dare lick my balls, Capitan. Have you seen Zoolander before? I have actually not. I have not. What? Seen oh man, I'm so disappointed right now. That was a great line. That's one of the best lines from the movie. I know some of the like big references, like uh, what is this, a, a school for ants or whatever? 
and um and like some of his quotes like you know he does the blue steel and makes a funny face oh man the face is so funny why when he not... does the funny face i was gonna ask why we haven't talked about zoolander on this podcast but apparently it's because i've never fucking seen it before <laughs> yeah have you seen any stiller films uh night at the museum uh okay I... I think I've told the story about how I watched Night at the Museum three times in a row in like a fever, like a fever state. Um, I've seen hit me, hit me with some other stiller classics, and I'll and I'll tell you if I've seen them or not. I mean, Tropic Thunder, but that's not really a classic. That's sort of like later Ben Stiller. Uh, nope, uh, I have not seen it. Yeah, I don't know if you need to. Um, that one might get me some heat from people. I don't know, Dodgeball. Uh, I've only seen bits and pieces. There's something about Mary, which I have not seen. Not um, seen. Meet the the Fockers? Nope. Meet the Parents? Nope. Um, Was he in I Madagascar? Think... Yes, I I've think. S- I've Was seen... he in Madagascar? I think he plays, he plays the lion. Hold on. No. Oh, he does. He does play the lion. Right? Yeah, I. I thought I've David seen... Schwimmer played the lion. David Schwimmer plays the giraffe. I just want everyone to know that I remembered that David P- Schwimmer uh, played the giraffe. Please don't at me about it. It's fine. <laughs> I've seen that movie several times. I watched that a lot when I was a kid. Uh, let me see. Ben still. I have seen Madagascar minimum. 17 times yeah that's a generous estimate (laughs) it was no i need to tell this story while you're figuring out whatever um so i'd be pretending that you need time so i can tell this story i do i do i'm looking up his uh, filmography oh good when i my family moved to germany when i was in sixth grade so when i was around like 12 ish uh worst year of my life uh and the first and one of the only English language DVDs that we brought with us was Madagascar. So (laughs) we had a portable DVD player, a lot of flights, and one copy of Madagascar. And oh no, we also had Nanny McPhee. I don't know if anyone's seen that hit film. Um, But yeah, so I watched those very, very many times. I could not tell you a single thing about madagascar as a film i couldn't i uh, I couldn't tell you anything they go to madagascar that's it yeah that's all i've got so so two things i remember that they break out of the zoo uh, they go to madagascar in the shipping container uh there's the lemurs and they like to move it move it and then uh some other shit happens and i don't remember anything else but that story you told is actually remarkably similar to the story of one of my other best friends who would go to France over the summers and at the at her family's place where she would stay in France uh one of the only VHS movies they had was Who Framed Roger Rabbit and so she has told me she has seen the French version of Roger Rabbit an obscene amount of times and uh I don't know maybe y'all can get in touch and bond over watching (laughs) watching these movies in different countries um the point being here that i have actually not seen almost any ben stiller movies i'm looking through this i've not seen the royal tenenbaums aside from bits and pieces uh, i have literally only ever seen uh anchorman which he has a bit part uh madagascar and then the two night at the museum movies and that's literally it so yeah i i'll be honest i'm actually not a huge fan of him as like a leading guy sure um yeah. I find most of the movies that he's in 
like that are either just like really mean-spirited or not my thing. But Zoolander holds up in... Well, hold on. Backing that up, I haven't seen it in at least five years. Zoolander held up in 2014. Um, maybe it's not so much now. Yeah, it, it came out in 2001, so it's a real blast from the past at this point. I know they released that sequel that no one cared about. Right, yeah. I have nothing to say about the Twitter emoji. No, me neither. It's like a, it's like someone made a house out of like pop tart frosting, and then it just it, it feels really low effort. Do you it know is. What I mean? It is. It's uh, it's surprisingly low effort. Like they just slapped two things that vaguely look like windows on this like salmon pink house structure, and then put a giant crack in it, like the fucking house of Usher, and uh, called it a day. Uh, Facebook though. Facebook is like the Unreal Engine 4 of the derelict house emoji. This is like this is like Half-Life HD Gary's Mod fucking Counter-Strike texture pack bullshit of a derelict house emoji. Yeah, this one like someone remastered this emoji. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this yeah. really feels like this was a great PS1 classic, and now we've got this 2019 version, and it's a little scary. Yeah, it looks like, it just straight up looks like a house you had seen at the beginning of Resident Evil 4. It's like this very uh, blown out, like, brick building, very drab in terms of coloration, got broken windows, got a very uh, kind of busted roof with the support showing through, and then a heavily, heavily blocked door, which seems to be made of a very nice sort of mahogany wood. But, um, hey, remember when Mahogany was, like, a meme because of Portal 2? No, that was because of Anchorman. Was it really because of Anchorman? Know your history. Okay. All I know... His, all I... his, his fucking... What the fuck was it? His, his study smelled like leather-bound books and rich mahogany, I believe was the line. Anchorman is, personally speaking, I think, to blame for most of society's ills. Um... <laughs> Particularly all the super shitty jokes that it has sort of stuck in the air, which probably weren't that shitty at the time, but have become shitty over the years. Sort of like how milk goes stale. Oh, I mean, milk was a bad choice. That's another Anchorman line. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip. <laughs> Look, I'm. <laughs> Listen, Andy, I just have to say, like, sometimes you really catch me off guard with jokes like that, and it just puts me in a glass case of emotion. Oh, loud noises. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> I, I, I don't love this emoji. I think it's too much. I think it's nah, too over this the top. One, this one's trying too much to be Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I don't want to actually feel menaced by these. I need, the, like, when you make it feel like a tangible thing it goes from being like cartoonish to being kind of just upsetting or morbid or like i don't know i get sad when i see boarded up houses yeah i don't know about yeah. you yeah yeah i do well on that note uh i'm gonna say facebook probably not what we're looking for this week yeah probably not not great joy pixels has one thing that the other ones don't have that i'm a big fan of what? I want you to guess. 
Is it the little lamp right it there? It is the, the little lamp. It makes it feel much more real. Yeah, yeah, it does. This one, mm, they've let this lawn go on unmanicured for too long, I would say. Which is good, because fuck lawns. They're a menace to society. No one should have a goddamn lawn. No one should have a yard like that. Unless you... you're growing a garden and a like, yes, use okay, it for actual plants and trees and stuff. Yes, allow me to roll that back. You should have a yard. You should have a yard, but you should use it for things that are not just like ecologically devastating this grass. But, but maybe we should get into sort of the ethics of land ownership and whether or not people should have that. We're really, emoji podcast. <laughs> we're really busting it all the way open on this episode of Emoji Jerome. Um, <laughs> Is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what I call it. I've started using that phrase because of this show to refer to basically anything. Like, if I'm not careful, I'll just be like work and I'll be like, all right, time to bust this one open. Like, okay, that, let's bust it right. open. I mean, make your decisions, live your life. Yeah, <laughs> I just expect people to kind of live their lives around me at this point and just kind of either adapt to the things that I say or just ignore me altogether and uh you know live your live your best life really uh you only live once so really bust it open uh you can take that however you want and I will stand by it you should you, you should, only live once so bust it open you should bust it open every now and again that's a I really beautiful that. sentiment Ryan of course of course do you think the uh Joy Pixels emoji is a beautiful sentiment as well, Andy, or do you think this one misses the mark? This one's fine. It kind of feels like a chicken coop that got shut down. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe that's just my, like, old-school Harvest Moon vibes, but for some reason, whenever I see white building, red roof, I think, oh, yeah, that's where the chickens live. That's cute. You know? I, I like that. Yeah. Well, now they don't live there anymore, clearly. But, yeah, or if they if they do, they're trapped, and that's that's not good. Well, I'm um, I, I'm gonna assume the best with all these emoji, and assume that the chickens are moving up to a bigger and better house with even more lamps to light their way home at night, and this is going to be repurposed as like a, you know, sort of some kind of like a compost house for for bees and maybe beetles as well. Uh, beetle borgs. Damn, you're right. The big I'm bad beetle borgs. It so, all comes so, okay. back to the big bad beetle borgs. It all comes back to the big bad beetle borgs. Do the now, Andy, tell me, do the big bad beetle borgs live in a large pile of compost or other such organic material? I mean, I guess that depends on your opinion of Jay Leno, right? <laughs> so next up we have the Open Emoji uh, Derelict House, which is one of our newest contenders in the Emoji Drome Emoji Dome. This one's pretty okay. It's another little white house with a red roof. This roof has been completely annihilated, though, and we have a single solitary board over the door and a slightly cracked window. Yeah, it's, um... It's fine. This one looks like it was damaged by, like, a natural disaster or something. Yeah, like a, like, like a lightning strike. They get it across. I feel like I'm kind of... I feel like I should be nicer to open emoji in some ways because they're an open source emoji yeah, thing. I'm sure that's useful for people. They're the emoji of the people, yeah. They're the proletariat emoji, exactly. Um, and therefore, I f if, I, if, I, if I go against them, I'll be a class traitor. Um, but yeah, no, they're fine. I like, I, 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 
I like this roof more than I like Facebook's roof. If we're picking between the two, like, look at the insides of the building thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, there's not too much that stands out. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a perfectly fine emoji. Like you'd be able to tell this was a derelict house if you got it in a text message. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what I wouldn't think that about? Tell me, Andy. It's emoji decks. This is not a house. This, this is, is a prison. This is a three-story prison or perhaps some sort of like factory facility. Um It's very gruesome. It's all gray. It's cracked. There are. It's, defi- it's definitely full of Dickensian orphans. Yes, um, yes. There's a big open door, and then like a whole bunch of windows, all in these super neat rows. There's no boards boarding it up, which tells me that this is actually still in operation. The one thing I will note, though, is that there is a massive chimney that I can only assume is like 20 by 20 square feet at the very least, uh, in comparison to the windows and the door. Like. They have to be belching some real foul smoke out of this thing to need a chimney that big. But it does seem to have, like, a cap on it. Like, like someone just, like, boop, put the lid on that one. Which yeah, that's, is, like, uh, probably that good seems, environment. That seems like a, yeah, you, you keep all the fumes inside so people can inhale them. And everyone knows when you exhale, it's just uh, carbon dioxide, which is fine. So, like, they'll just exhale it into clean air. And they'll be fine. My plan for saving the environment is to introduce a a spliced plant people gene. So we too, like the plants, will 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 change our respiratory system into something that absorbs carbon dioxide and exhales oxygen. I mean, that's pretty par for the course with what every other billionaire thinks would solve climate change, right? Like just fucking turn people into plant people. Yeah, I mean, probably. I'll be honest with you. I don't even remember what I said originally. I, I kind of just put together a bunch of words that I knew had some relation to the lungs and some relation to respiration yeah. and hoped that that sort of putty I put together could hold together any bit of joke. Well, Andy, thank you for the joke putty. I think it worked fairly well. I think this emoji is just so miserable, though. It's It's such a... <laughs> It's so awful. It's, it's really depressing to look at. Yeah. It's not miserable in the same way that LG is. Uh-huh. But it is miserable. Is this our first brutalist emoji? Emoji decks? Yeah. Probably not. I feel like we definitely must have had at least one other. Like, you could probably consider every open emoji emoji to a point brutalist right <laughs> like yeah i guess so it's i guess difference. brutalism also has something to do has to do with like the actual physical space and now i'm just getting to in my head about things i'm gonna stick with my answer being yes yeah how do you feel about lg this one took kind of a very abstract approach to the idea of the derelict house now it's interesting and it's admirable, but this does kind of look like I've selected this as the answer to some game in Mario Party, and it wasn't the right answer. And the X that's up there is just going eh, to tell me that I haven't gotten the point. Like, I didn't get the point that I should have gotten. Like, they didn't give me any points, Ryan. I Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I understand, Andy. You deserve all the points in the world. But Thank you. I think this... Yeah, is that so hard? Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. I think this is... Um, 
not so much like an actual house in any way, shape, or form, but it's instead a sort of like piece of paper. Someone went to the bulletin board at the community library and they were like, have you seen this house? And they were going to tack this up there, but they ran into the thumbtacks, so they had to nail it with a board to the uh, corkboard instead. And uh, oh, it damn. it looks just like an X placed over like a Polaroid of a house. And uh, I I think it you know it's exaggeration. It's it's visual hyperbole, 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 for the sake of conveying the idea of a derelict house. But it's not like a good physical representation of that. You know. Yeah. Um. I, that's all of them this week I don't think it's good I think it's really it feels really lazy this feels like I bet if we just went to see what their normal house looked like it was this but without the planks on it um but yeah that's that out. yeah please get to the bottom of this but either no, it, way it's actually oh, it's, com- it's actually completely different uh, the LG oh. house emoji is just like a door with a single window above it it looks like it looks like house 2000 like the sequel to house it's really weird uh anyway no that does it for the derelict house andy do you want to go ahead and pick our uh, least favorites and favorites for this week uh yeah sure um i guess we'll start with the least favorites this week this one's a little tough for me because so many of these are pretty lackluster i think Samsung, I'm going to give the nod to partially because of the sort of shitty, like, not quite right door. Um, But also, its color scheme's really ugly. I find it really, like, it is the least inspiring to look at. At least the other ones, I get some sort of feeling from them. Whether that's confusion or distaste, sure. But this one is just so nothing to me that it becomes detestable. Sure. I think that's a that's a pretty fair criticism. You said that was for the LG emoji, right? That was Twitter. that was Samsung. That Samsung. Was Samsung. Wow. Okay, I completely beefed that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um I'm you know, sorry, I was looking at pic- I'll, I'll I'll come full I'll come fully clean for the sake of the bit. I was looking at pictures of Ben Stiller as Zoolander while you were oh, saying okay. that. Yeah, sure. No, it's fine. Um, getting ignored in favor of pictures of Ben Stiller is actually like really giving me gender euphoria right now. I'm sure that most. I'm sure that most women experience that. <laughs> Awful. I apologize. Yeah, no, it's fine. I I, uh, I agree that Samsung is kind of a nothing emoji this week. Um, I think my least favorite is probably going to be Twitter, and you are free to look at pictures of Owen Wilson and Zoolander while I say this, but um, I uh, I think Twitter is just kind of unfortunate. It just looks like a sad emoji. Like, the whole thing is very sad. It looks like it's kind of collapsing under its own weight. It's very difficult to tell that this is a house just by kind of um, glancing at it, I would say. It just looks like someone's salmon tower at the outback steakhouse went very badly and now it's uh, just kind of collapsing on top of its plate and i think it's a fairly bad emoji by any standards sorry were you were you saying something i was looking at pictures of jerry stiller in uh zoolander okay sorry who the fuck is jerry stiller it's ben stiller's dad i think okay and he plays Maury Ballstein, who I believe is 
what's the what's the job title? Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Manager, manager for Zoolander, and he is Ben Ben Stiller's father. And I believe his running bit in that movie is that it was hard for him to pee because he was old and his prostate was small. Great, great. I love that. I love that yeah. comedy. Big fan of that comedy. Yeah, so, I think that was it. Andy, I'm going to give you my full attention. Please tell me, my dear friend, what your favorite derelict house emoji is. This I week. don't, I don't know if this is the first time I've ever given them this award, but I it feels like it is, and I just like to really congratulate WhatsApp for finally delivering an emoji <sighs> I like. Yeah, um, it's cute. It like it's nice to look at, like. I mean, it's not nice because it's a derelict house, but at least this one feels whimsical in a way, right? This feels like it could be from a kid's book instead of a PSA about how your neighborhood is getting ruined. Yeah, this really feels like a place you can meet some big bad Beetleborgs in. Oh, Jay Leno is up in there. (laughs) Did I say something? Uh, no, that's his, new, that's his new show, didn't you hear? Jay Leno is up in there. That's his big new program where he just kind of shows up randomly at people's homes and he gets up in there. Oh, he, I love it. He, he goes busted through, it wide open. He, he busts it wide open. He gets up in there. He really bears it all. And by that, I mean he is doing a home renovation show where he gets up in there by cleaning the grout out of your shower, uh, throwing away all your old clothes, really redoing the foundations. He just really gets up in there, and he really busts out that wall that you didn't really need between the kitchen and the living room, you know? Uh, yeah. No, that... that... (laughs) Sorry, I'm thinking about living in a place that has a wall you could remove and that's like so far-fetched to me you know it's very alien it's a very alien concept i uh you know i don't mean to cop out like this but i agree i think the whatsapp emoji is also like uh clearly in my opinion the best it's very it's very fun it's very spooky i think the branches are what really takes it home if it didn't have the branches i probably wouldn't like it as much i actually i'm a hundred percent in agreement i think those are kind of the x factor here in a lot okay of yeah i think i think it's just one of those scenarios where a lot of these other emoji just do the kind of bare minimum and this one kind of adds a little touch of flavor to it with its little kind of creepy trees yeah it's very charming it's good on you whatsapp you you tuck home both of them yeah so with that out of the way do we want to go ahead and move into our question segment yeah ryan i'd love to hear from the listeners all right cool our first question comes in and uh let let me let me preface this by saying we got a lot of really abstract questions this week um our first question comes in from at Ernestly Frank on Twitter, who asks, Which house is most like Hugh Laurie's character, Gregory House, on the hit NBC medical procedural, House MD, and then they at, at NBC House, the uh, Twitter account? Oh, wow. Which is oh, actually wow. still actually still posting in the year 2019. I mean, you gotta get that syndication money. Yeah. It has uh, 1,638 followers. 
its last uh, its last tweet was on the 13th, and it just says you rang hashtag Friday the 13th and has a picture of a character I've never seen. Then we have one on the on nine eleven actually they tweeted this on nine eleven okay uh, and the tweet is uh, opening Twitter every morning like and then it's the uh, it's the it's the gif of that really famous funny face that he makes where he does like the mm, kind of like uh, kind of like well I've seen some shit like incredulous face you know which uh, which is a really interesting kind of thing to tweet out on the morning of nine eleven uh, September eleventh. When people on Twitter are, are uh, assumedly, you know, kind of looking back on that uh, that particular do you think day. Do you think how celebrated when they got Osama bin Laden? I don't know. See, I don't know enough about House as a character. I know he's kind of an asshole, and I know that he plays Pokemon. So, uh, in that sense, I'm probably going to say the closest house to Gregory House is maybe... Uh, Maybe the Apple one? Just I like that you avoided my question. It's fine. We can move past it. Um, you, sorry, which one? I'm going to say Apple just because I really don't know. I think the Apple one looks like a... My impression of House is that he takes himself fairly seriously, but he's also super competent. Uh, I think the Apple one is like a fairly decent representation of not only a house, but a house that you could like, you know, put together fairly easily and get and really get going again, you know? Uh, I don't know how that relates to Gregory House, but let's just pretend like there's some correlation yeah. there. Uh, I'm going to go with Emoji Dex because with the amount of laws I'm sure he's broken over the course of that TV show, he definitely belongs in prison. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we have more questions? Yeah, yeah, of course we do. Uh, our next one comes in from at Orange, who asks, What is the minimum amount of money it would take for you to spend the night in these houses? And let me just say for me, like, like $2. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, um... No, I'm getting paid. Mm -hmm. I'm getting paid for this, Ryan. I'm... Now... I'm... I feel like I could rough it if I need to, but I'm very delicate, and I like to sleep in a... a warm place... with a bed. And, um... I... would need at least enough money... To buy one of those and bring them. Okay. Okay. Now That's it. And probably some extra for like snacks and shit. Like, okay. Yeah. I will say it depends on the house. Now if it was like the Blair Witch house and I knew I could stay in the basement, I'd I'd probably take a smaller fee. But for something like open moji where half the roof is gone and I'm just gonna get wet if it rains, it's at least gonna be, you know, a couple a couple hundo, I would say. It it uh it really just depends. And I will say, uh, we also have a lot of uh, questions about <laughs> about the film Monster House. Have you seen Monster House? I have seen Monster House. That I have as well. That movie's a fucking weirdo nightmare, I would say. Um, so, so this is a question that kind of comes to us in two parts. Um, first of all, we get a question in from at ArtsSwordOnline, who says... Did you ever go to your friend Kyle's fifth grade sleepover birthday party and watch Monster House on DVD and have nightmares about it until you graduated high school? And then we get a follow-up question from someone else. Uh, this comes in from at Night and Jim on Twitter who says, Good to see lots of appreciation for the 2006 classic animated film Monster House in this Chili's Tonight. Then uh, at Art Sword Online comes back again saying, Haha, yes! 
we all certainly, quote, appreciated this motion picture. And then to top it all off, we get a question in from at Dromedary on Twitter who asks, which holds up better in 2019? 2000's House of Leaves or 2006's Monster House? Well, that, okay, so the pro- so a couple problems with... So I don't mean to be rude to our listeners, but I'm going to give some constructive criticism to these questions. One, very brave of you to assume I'd be friends with anybody named Kyle. <laughs> Two, very brave of you to assume that I graduated high school. Three... I, I've never seen House of Leaves. So, aside from that, A+, plus everybody. Good job. So, House uh, of Leaves is a... It's a book that is... I know about the book. Like, okay. I know about... I just never knew it was a film. I don't think it is. I think they're just oh, parts okay. of the book. I haven't read it because I didn't graduate high school. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a very interesting book. has a very complex narrative. It's like three different things going on at once. It plays a lot with... Um, like actually conveying the story through the layout of the text and it's very weird and bizarre so essentially uh, a one-for-one adaptation of uh house of leaves we find in the film monster house that movie is basically exactly the same a monster house is essentially the feature film adaptation of the book house of leaves i would say so Uh, isn't steve buscemi and is he the house no i think steve buscemi is the guy that fucks the house right Oh, uh, yeah, right. Right, the fuck I forgot. Because that's the, the house whole thing. Is, the house is his fucking wife, right? Yeah, the he house is the his house. wife who... Like, this movie is really fucked up. I, I don't think it can be stressed enough. Um, The whole thing about is that uh, his house was being constructed and then his wife fell into, like, the foundation as the uh, house was being built and, like, died and, like, possessed the house and, like, uh, Steve Buscemi plays the main guy, and I just remember it being a really weird movie, like, it's actually weird and fucked up, and, like, there's a scene where it talks about the kids pissing in bottles as they, like, watch the house or something. Like, it's so, it's so bizarre. It's, like, a really, like, murky, like, weird film. Uh, I think we should maybe cover Monster House again in the future episode, uh, and just kind of, uh, oh, well, actually, I did find out just now that, uh, the script for Monster House was by Dan Harmon, which really kind of explains a lot of it. Oh, okay, Rick and, Rick and Morty, Rick and, more like Brick and Mortar Monster House, am I right? Brick and Mortar Monster House. I guess that's the question, is did he fuck the house? Gotta, you gotta fuck the house. I would have fucked the house. If my if my wife oh, yeah. just saying if my wife fell into a house and Your rat wife. If my rat clear. Yes, yeah. of course. But to be clear, my beautiful rat wife, who I love very much, um, if my rat wife fell into the house and her soul uh, possessed the house and so then it was a, a, a monster rat house, I would probably fuck the house. I think I can just get that out in the world. Uh, okay, fuck it. You know, I'm glad we finally got to the bottom of that. Um, everyone's been asking. Everyone's been wondering. Would Ryan fuck a house if it was a rat? Okay, okay. Now, yes. hold on, hold on. I, I asked the question, I know. I did not say I would fuck the house if it was a rat. I would say if the love of my life possessed this house, I would fuck the house. That's what it comes down to. Okay, I'm sorry for referring to the love of your life as a rat. Well, she is a rat. I do want to be clear. <laughs> yeah, but like, she's the rat, you know? She is the rat. I hope someone, is. this is their first episode and we th- they think we're talking about your actual significant other like this, and not 
a fucking thick rat emoji. Very thick, very juicy, uh, junk in the trunk rat emoji, who I love very much. Yeah. I love, I love my fat ass rat wife. I should get that as a bumper sticker, actually. Uh, our next question comes in from at birdlord5000 on Twitter, who comes in with the question, what kind of factory did the emoji decks house used to be? I think uh, that, I don't I, know. Like I've um I've actually been thinking about James and the Giant Peach a lot today because oh. um, someone at my job bought the James and the Giant Peach book and I decided I really wanted to watch that movie again. So I'm kind of like in a very like whimsical rolled doll like Willy Wonka like James and the Giant Peach headspace. I'm going to say this is like the factory that manufactures uh, fish heads, like the ones James. Oh, James ants eaten James of the giant peach. Uh, yeah, I was mostly trying to think of like, okay, what would like Dickensian orphans work at? And I think this would be like a uh, chimney brush factory. Mm-hmm. Like for chimney sweeps. So basically they're making their tools for when they go out and sweep chimneys. Um, die probably that, i'm sorry i should i said i shouldn't follow everything to his conclusion sometimes that makes it sad hey i can get james and the giant peach on blu-ray for eight dollars right now can you fucking believe that can you believe that that's a movie that like i loved as a kid but i always forget about and then as soon as i remember it i'm like oh this is maybe one of the best movies ever made like i fucking love james and the giant peach it is it is a perfect film oh henry selick is a good director yeah i i will i will uh i will tap this by saying i have not actually seen james and the giant peach in years uh so maybe i don't know if it's like if there's like weird cultural stereotypes in that but i, I mean, remember i feel like roald Dahl has a few of those in his work so i wouldn't be shocked yeah yeah but the point is is that movie that movie rules. There's like ghost pirates. There's like glowworms. There's like uh, bugs that talk. I mean, fuck! What a good film. I'm gonna buy James the Giant Peach on Blu-ray, and then next week I'm going to give us my big review of James and the Giant Peach. Oh, I'm so excited! So we can get maybe like one more question in, and then put the bow on this. Yeah, hit me um, So our next one comes in from at Craspants, who asks, "Who's winning?" Randy Orton or Bray Wyatt? Uh, is it? Oh, uh. The ha- okay, so. Um. I'm trying to remember who actually won that, because I remember that Bray Wyatt pushed a fridge on Randy Orton at one point. Wasn't the whole thing that Randy Orton won it and then he went to the Royal Rumble where he where he won the title? Am I remembering this wrong? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not remembering either. What I do remember is that Randy Orton stuck something called a crucifix in the ground <laughs> at Randy Orton's house and then burnt it down. Um, and and Bray Wyatt was really upset about that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Because then they then they then they went at a WrestleMania, right? And they had the thing where he portrayed the bugs. crickets on the stage. Yeah, yeah, he put See, all the cool bugs on the thing, and everyone laughed at it. That yeah, I I don't know. Um, anyway, if you want to send us questions in the future, you can find us on Twitter at Emojidrome. We will put out the questions post usually the day we record. Um, generally on a Wednesday or a Thursday, sometimes on a Friday. 
Andy, um, thank you, as always, for joining me here on this journey into the little pictures on our phones. Do you have anything else you'd like to add as we wrap this one up? As always, if you want to support the show, you can go on over to patreon.com slash emojidrome. We do our patron picks for $1 a month. You get a vote on those. And then if you want more of our lovely voices for $3 a month, you can get Hold This L. It's our Death Note rewatch podcast guaranteed to add wrinkles to your brain guaranteed I, guaranteed um other than that uh like you said follow the show on twitter you've got you've got borat club i've got friends at the table um please check out our other projects and support them as well <laughs> um other than that i think okay actually i do want to give a quick shout out to your borat dvd review that you did on the borat club twitter oh yeah 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 please if you want to watch ryan do something very silly that made me laugh a lot go check that out that's my little mini plug otherwise i think i've got everything yeah um go go look at that andy as always i really appreciate you being here and uh doing this podcast with me my final message uh change the world no it's uh my final message don't fuck a house goodbye (laughs) 